This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Halley. Here's today's headlines. Trump threatens higher tariffs ahead of talks. Downbeat Dems on USMCA. And EPA launches glyphosate reviews. Trump raises stakes for China talks. The ongoing trade negotiations with China returned to D.C. this week, and President Donald Trump yesterday raised the stakes for the talks by threatening to raise tariffs on Chinese exports this coming Friday. Tariffs that are now set at 10 percent would go to 25 percent, Trump said on Twitter. The talks are going too slowly. Keep in mind, on Friday, Trump told reporters he was expecting an historic deal with China in the near future. He said the talks were going along pretty well. I would even say very well. So for more on the talks and the latest on disaster aid, be sure to read our Washington Week Ahead, available at agripulse.com. Peterson, cloudy prospects for USMCA. House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson says he's unsure when and if the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement will get approved given on what he's hearing from colleagues on the Ways and Means Committee, which is responsible for trade policy. I'm being told by my people on the committee on the Democratic side that they would be surprised if it makes it through this Congress, Peterson said in an AgriPulse open mic interview. Peterson also says he's worried the farm economy is going to worsen this year, and he says there is little Congress can do about it given the federal budget deficit. As much as I'd want to improve the farm bill if we get into a really bad situation, I'm going to be hard-pressed to add to the deficit to do it, he said. Peterson, who traveled to Brazil and Argentina during the Easter recess, says Brazilian farmers still face huge infrastructure challenges relative to the U.S., but have made major productivity improvements in corn, soybeans, and cotton that are helping to offset that disadvantage. You can listen to AgriPulse Open Mic at www.agripulse.com. EPA launches glyphosate review. Starting today, the EPA is taking comments on a pair of issues related to glyphosate, a widely used weed killer whose safety is being challenged in the courts and by activist campaigns. There will be a 60-day comment period on a proposed registration decision that includes some new restrictions on how the herbicide is used. EPA is proposing label changes designed to limit spray drift to reduce the extent of environmental exposure and risk to non-target plants and animals. Separately, EPA is taking comment for 30 days on a petition from organic food companies and the Environmental Working Group to restrict the use of glyphosate herbicide. The petition calls for setting a lower safe limit for the herbicide on oat crops and to ban pre-harvest application on oats. By the way, activists also have been attacking glyphosate usage by filing lawsuits against food companies and restaurant chains whose products contain trace amounts of the herbicide. One of the latest cases involves the Panera restaurant chain. A lawsuit filed in March says the company's claim to be 100% clean is false since glyphosate can be found in its food. An earlier lawsuit against Florida's natural orange juice was dismissed. But Susan Trigg, a food industry lawyer with the firm Hayes & Boone, says it's not clear yet whether the attacks on the food industry will be successful. 
In the meantime, there are rumors that a new program similar to non-GMO labeling is in the works that would allow companies to label their products as glyphosate-free if they meet a certain standard. With finalists named, University Group raises concern about relocation. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is a step closer to moving the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture out of D.C. with the announcement of four finalist regions, St. Louis, Kansas, Indiana, and Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. But opponents of the relocation have gained an influential ally in the president of the Association of Public and Land-Grant Universities. In a letter to Purdue on Friday, Peter McPherson says APLU is concerned about the potential for the significant loss of dedicated staff and institutional memory if a relocation were to move forward. Fred Hofner, Senior Strategic Advisor for the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, said the Anti-Relocation Coalition was very glad to have APLU at our corner in the fight against the NIFA move and cited opposition from 80-plus ag deans, directors, and former administrators and undersecretaries to move both NIFA and the Economic Research Service out of the D.C. area. In announcing the proposal to move ERS and NIFA, Purdue said one of the many reasons was to improve USDA's ability to attract and retain highly qualified staff and training and interest in agriculture, many of whom come from land-grant universities. Looking ahead, ERS employees will vote on Thursday on whether to unionize. Peter Winch, a special assistant at the American Federation of Government Employees, said there's a great deal of interest in the vote among employees. Trump wants better trade with Russia. U.S. and Russian ties may be frayed over election meddling in Venezuela, but the two countries can do a lot more trade with each other, Trump said on Friday after an hour-long conversation with Russian President Vladimir Putin. We intend to do a lot of trade with Russia, Trump said. We do some right now. It's up a little bit, but he'd like to do trade and we'd like to do trade. U.S. ag exports to Russia are at a low point after the country banned U.S. beef, pork, poultry, fruits, vegetables, fish, seafood, cheese, milk, seeds, and other farm and food products in August of 2014. It was originally a one-year ban, but was later extended to the end of this year. Senators want better communication from CORE. Iowa Senators Johnny Ernst and Chuck Grassley and other Missouri River Basin Senators have sent a letter to Army Corps of Engineer Brigadier General Peter Helminger asking for better communication in order to prevent future floods. During a field hearing last month, many stakeholders complained if the Corps would have given them advance notice, they would have been able to move grain, farm equipment, and other assets to safety. The letter asked the Corps to begin sending weekly email updates to all local sponsors within 30 days once it's received. Here's today's She Said It. Just the filing of the case is enough to capture the headlines and do the brand some harm. That food industry lawyer, Suzanne Trigg, on the impact of lawsuits challenging the use of terms such as natural, healthy, or clean. She was speaking at the Food and Drug Law Institute annual conference. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.